All right, back into Mark chapter number 6. And I love uh, this account in Mark 6. This is the second time, uh, as we read in the book of Mark, of course, also in the Gospels, where we find uh, people going through a storm. Uh, And uh, the first one, we find Jesus on the boat with them. Uh, This time, we find Jesus on a mountain side away from them. Uh, And I want to talk about that and kind of bring uh, a main point uh, to you. Uh, here uh, today. Uh, One of the reasons why, and I've shared this uh, as well many times in the church, uh, I like to go a couple times uh, a year uh, into a mission field for a number of reasons. One, I want to be an encouragement to our missionaries. I think it's important for us uh, not just to send them money, uh, but to be an encouragement uh, in being there uh, and seeing where they are now, you know, with the Neals in particular, because that's fresh on my mind. Uh, if, uh, if I see, he says, uh, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee or whatever, uh, I know exactly where he's going. Well, actually, I don't. There's, there are more coffee shops in South Korea than there are in Seattle. Uh, and uh, like 10 times as many. Uh, and it's just amazing uh, and uh, to see how many of them there were. So uh, I didn't go without coffee uh, while I was gone uh, over there. Uh, but just it puts, uh, it, it puts in my mind a picture of where they are uh, when they have their services. Uh, it just brings to life uh, the prayer life for those missionaries when you get to see that. So I want to go to be encouragement to them and, uh, and of course, keep my heart for missions uh, it, where it needs to be, uh, and that's also important. But uh, another reason is uh, just to, to get away from uh, the United States of America uh, and to get some perspective. And part of the reason I do that is from accounts like this where we see Jesus. And I want to read again in verse number 45. It says, And he straightway constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before unto Bethsaida, while he sent away the people. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. A long time ago, while I was in Bible college, I remember hearing a message by a preacher out of Indiana. I think his name was Gerald Privet at the time. But he uh, said something to this extent, we, we have to learn to come apart before we come apart. Uh, and kind of dealing with the idea of, of knowing when uh, it is necessary to, to get alone, have solitude, uh, and, and just really uh, get alone uh, with the Lord. Uh, and so there is a, in, in that kind of idea or along those lines, there's a withdrawal uh, from people. Uh, and then an approach to God, then a return to the people. Uh, and we see that pattern in Scripture, the Lord Jesus Christ Himself uh, doing that. And that was one of the big reasons, uh, or is a big reason, why uh, I would go to different places. Now, what was unique about this, or different from other times, is that this was probably the most uh, advanced, uh, I guess, uh, you know, missions trip, city, uh, or whatever. It's almost in many ways more advanced than what we have here. Uh, and uh, in the technology and stuff. Uh, for example, uh, let me explain to you uh, just the toilet in my hotel room, <laughs> all right? Uh, and uh, this, thing, uh, this thing would heat up uh, if you wanted it to. It would, uh, it's, it, it's a bidet. How many know what those are? All right, well, I won't explain too much about that. Uh, and uh, you can adjust the water, uh, temperature, whatever. Uh, it it, uh, it will, uh, has a blow dryer. Uh, on there, uh, and so you just press a button, and uh, and sure enough, uh, it does. Uh, and uh, and uh, there's uh, uh, if you press another button, uh, it'll 
it'll massage you, <laughs> and, uh, uh, so you get a little bit of uh, of that going on if you if uh, if you like that. Uh, and then uh, and then there were just there was all kinds of buttons. And I, uh, at first, when I got there, of course, it's all in Korean, and uh, I dare not touch any of the buttons until I until uh, I figured out uh, you know this is a self eject button. <laughs> I don't know, uh, and um, so it was just like super super advanced. Uh, just that, and and uh, I was looking for you know the the remote for the the mini split on the wall, uh, but it was all on my TV remote. So all the lights you could re, uh, adjust them, and there were all kinds of different um, uh, modes to that. And uh, and I had uh, I had a massage chair like what I have at my house, but like. Uh, 10 times uh, newer or whatever, uh, right in the room. Uh, and, uh, and so I'm saying all to say that was just very technically advanced. And uh, I've been to a lot of developing countries on missions trips, and, and it takes on a whole different uh, kind of a tone. Uh, and this was not that. Uh, it was a city of two and a half million people uh, and uh, smack dab in the middle of it with all the technology and everything uh, that uh, we would have uh, here, uh, but, uh, but it seems to be even a, a whole lot more. So the idea of, uh, of solitude uh, in, uh, in that part of things was just, was just not the case. Uh, because there were just people on people, and, uh, and you just never left the city. I mean, we did leave the city uh, at one point to go uh, to do some things, but uh, it just it was just uh, like that all the way around. And even the technology, like the uh, the um, like GPS stuff, uh, was advanced, and they had stuff on there. Uh, like brother uh, brother Neil, uh, my setting. If you were listening to my car, it's usually a, a, an Australian accent. Uh, you know, to turn right, turn left. Uh, he had a setting on his phone. It was called Boy Band. Uh, and it would say, in 2,000 meters, turn left. <laughs> and uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, turn right. And so we just had a great, even just, just going through town, just having a wonderful time listening to Boy Band uh, directions uh, on, uh, on the GPS. And so um, saying all that to say, uh, one of the main things or reasons for going there, as soon as I got there, uh, I just realized there was not going to be a whole lot of solitude uh, and just a, a, not a lot of kind of um, going back to America and just being thankful uh, for, you know, having running water uh, or, you know, those types of things. It was like it was coming back and just trying to talk my wife into getting a, one of them fancy toilets. Uh, and, uh, and she's like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, man. And, uh, and so there was a little bit of a different takeaway uh, than what I expected. Uh, but in the middle of all of that, uh, there was another takeaway from this passage of Scripture that, uh, that I want to uh, explain today. Uh, so when I got over there, <clears throat> there was just a... Um, uh, you know, some phone calls and some different things, some very stressful types of things. Uh, and, uh, uh, and it was, it was difficult to deal with all that because you're, you know, 5,000 miles away from everything that you know to be normal. Uh, and uh, everything from, you know, uh, what you would eat in those moments as comfort food, right? Uh, they're just, everything there was different. You just can't go uh, over to your go-tos and, you know, whatever and just get something. In fact, if I, I tried at some points and, and they wouldn't even uh, take my money <laughs> because they, uh, I'd walk into a place and they would go like this. They just, this was like a symbol, like, 
no, go away. <laughs> uh, and, uh, or there were times where you'd want to buy something and they would just ignore you and just wouldn't look at you, wouldn't talk to you. Uh, and, uh, and so I, as an American, when you go abroad, you think that every, everybody should be able to communicate with you. Like everybody should know English. Uh, and, uh, and they don't. Uh, and it's not, that's not a priority to them. And, uh, and so uh, even just trying to get, you know, something uh, to eat or to drink or whatever, if you didn't have, and I would just give up, finally I went and got some, uh, it's called one. Uh, is their currency, got some of the won, and, uh, and, uh, and I wouldn't even know how much the stuff it was that I bought, you know, so I just would give them a bunch of money uh, and then just hope they gave me the right amount of change back, uh, and uh, it was just very unique uh, in that respect. But there were some stressful things and, uh, that were taking place, uh, and a number of them. And then on top of that, there was uh, Brother Bill passing and wish I could be here and, uh, and uh, be there at the hospital uh, and stuff like that. Uh, so there was a part uh, of, of being there where, um, where there was a, a huge sense of um, aloneness, if I can just, I, I guess I could put it that way. You, nobody speaks your language. Um, two and a half million people. You're just like one little tiny dot in the middle of everything. And it's in, in, in by the way, uh, all of us, uh, myself, you, we think the world revolves around us. Uh, you know, you personally, your own universe, uh, and you think about all the things that you do and need to get done and your plans and whatever, uh, and uh, there, there needs to be a time in your life, if it hasn't happened already, where you realize uh, that it's not all about you. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole lot of different things going on. Like, uh, you know, in my mind, I was just thinking about how insignificant I was as I was walking up the street. Uh, and uh, walk into Calvary Baptist Church, and, uh, and there's scores and scores of people and cars and this and that and whatever, uh, and, uh, and I, I, I came to South Korea, and I left South Korea, uh, and, uh, and there was probably two and a half million people that didn't notice it. And uh, because, because it's, not, it's not about me. Now, there was a goal, and here's what we wanted to do and be a blessing to the missionary, and, and, and all of that kind of take place uh, uh, as uh, we went through the, through the week. Uh, but the Lord was doing some things uh, in my life, in my heart, separate from that, uh, that uh, was probably one, my biggest takeaway uh, of it all. So there was a sense of aloneness in dealing with, uh, with stuff and things uh, to where uh, I got there, it was Tuesday. Uh, 9 o'clock on Tuesday evening, 17 hours ahead of what it is here, uh, and, uh, and then uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, so by the time Wednesday church had come around, I was ready to just punch my ticket and fly back home. Uh, and, uh, and just to come back and just to deal with some things and, uh, and be home, whatever. Uh, and uh, then we had church. And once church had started... Uh, and we had our prayer request, and it was a small group on a Wednesday night, uh, just a few of the servicemen, a couple of uh, uh, Korean ladies, one lady, her, name, her name's Cookie, a uh, Korean lady, and they don't they speak hardly any English at all. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, they'll sit in the services and listen to uh, English, uh, and they don't get anything out of it. Um, and yet they're there and they're faithful because they know that's where God wants them to be uh, and why they need to have a, a translator uh, over there uh, as quick as possible. But we had the prayer request time, and, uh, and people were saying, pray for this, and it was like this humongous thing. 
uh, and, uh, or, or pray for this thing, this is going on, pray for my family. Here, here's the, and they would give the details of this in this prayer meeting. Uh, and uh, in person after person in, uh, that would give their prayer requests, uh, it began to, uh, I began to realize uh, that uh, the things that were, um, were bothering me at that time were, you know, really wasn't that bad. Uh, we have this expression like, you know, things could be worse. Uh, because when, when, when bad things happen, we forget about all the good things. That's what happened in this passage of Scripture. I mean, they, were, they, they were, had been casting out demons, uh, the, the disciples. They'd been doing all kinds of different things. Just, they just got done feeding 5,000 people uh, from a few loaves and fishes, uh, and uh, Jesus uh, sent them on a boat uh, and uh, departed for a while to pray. Uh, and the Bible says a little bit later in verse number 52, they considered not the miracle of the lows, for their heart was hardened. Uh, the miracles of God uh, seem to have no lasting effect on us. Uh, we all love mountaintop experiences, uh, but, uh, but they, they, they just don't seem to last. Uh, case in point, we just had a great missions month and the different things and uh, and uh, great fellowship and the missionaries and uh, and uh, international dinner uh, and uh, and I get on the airplane uh, to head to South Korea and I'm like, man, God is so good. Uh, and then this and this and this and this and then you forget about how good God is. And uh, and you, I didn't have a juniper tree because there wasn't any trees to be found in that city. Uh, and, uh, but uh, but uh, there was still uh, a pity party uh, to be had, and I had it. Uh, and one of the, the, the differences between this passage of Scripture and uh, what you would read about in Mark chapter number 4, uh, when we have the same account in a boat with storms, Jesus was with them, uh, and there was a part of this whole process where it's like, okay, I'm 5,000 miles away from home uh, in this big city. The, the, the wheels are coming off on some things, uh, and, uh, and you feel like, uh, even, you, you know, God's never going to leave you nor forsake you. Uh, you know, all the things intellectually from the Word of God, and you've lived it, and et cetera, taught it. Uh, but in those moments, you forget all about that. Uh, and, uh, and God had to remind me uh, of, uh, of some things uh, from uh, this passage in, uh, in the Word of God. So uh, all this by way of introduction uh, is... Uh, 5,000 miles away in the middle of a big city, uh, you don't speak uh, the language, uh, there is stressor, 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 all these different stressors that are coming up, and you can't do anything about them, you're too far away. Uh, and uh, you begin to get in your head uh, and think about things, and that's where the battle most of the time is, it's in our minds. Uh, and uh, and uh, I, I, I just, the only thing I knew to do, uh, of course, is just to, to read my Bible. I couldn't necessarily, I'm not going to bag on stuff like Brother Neil. In fact, one day he said, uh, he, could, he said, I can see your burden, but you're not complaining. Uh, and uh, basically he was saying, I'm not going to ask you uh, what's going on, but I can tell something's going on. And so I said, yeah, uh, it's all good. Uh, and, uh, and so just, uh, but just, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't good. Notice in this story as he sent them out there, and, uh, and the Bible says, and even was come, and the ship, uh, verse number 47, was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. Um, the storm came, the winds began to blow, but it came at night uh, on the water, and, uh, and that seems to be probably the most, um, you know, 
not good time uh, for that to take place. Uh, if the storm came in the daytime, uh, remember this is they could turn all the lights on or whatever. They didn't have lights on, uh, on their boats. And so if a storm would come, you'd probably prefer it to come during the day so you can see uh, what it is you need to do uh, to fix your problems or to address uh, the boat or whatever. And they were toiling and rowing. The wind was contrary to them. And so this is from 3 o'clock in the morning to about 6 o'clock in the morning, the fourth watch of the night. Uh, and that just seems to be when uh, difficulties will come when at the most inconvenient time. So here we have this analogy, uh, of course, trying to save a little bit of time, the storms of life uh, that take place and, uh, and uh, in Jesus not being with them. And this was a test of their faith. We know that Jesus was on the mountainside praying and that he saw them. And there's much to be said about uh, when we're in a storm. Uh, and uh, this is kind of uh, uh, analogous to uh, Jesus being our intercessor. He's uh, sitting at the right hand of the Father, and He knows every, all of our needs before we even ask Him. He sees it. He sees everything. Uh, so they were going through this storm, uh, and, uh, and Jesus was uh, on the mountainside observing uh, what was going on. Uh, going on. Uh, and then uh, the Bible says that He came unto them, walking upon the sea, and then it says in verse number 48, the last part, it said, and would have passed them by. Uh, he would have went right by them. They weren't expecting him. They were just going through their storm because Jesus wasn't with them. They were just doing what they could do. They were toiling, uh, and, and that's, that's exactly what we do. Uh, we try everything that we can to get us through the storm, uh, and, uh, and Jesus would just pass on by. Uh, if you don't get anything out of this, please understand that Jesus will never intrude. He'll never intrude. Uh, he would have passed them by uh, until they recognized, verse number 49, when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit and cried out. In fact, when they saw Jesus, they thought he was a ghost. Uh, some spirit walking on the sea. Uh, and uh, they, were, they saw him, they were troubled, uh, and then he talked to them. Uh, and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. It was until they heard uh, the voice of Jesus, they were in, they were discouraged, uh, they had fear, uh, and, uh, and felt like, uh, like it, you know, in desperation, and they forgot. They, they forgot that um, not only the loaves uh, that were mentioned in this passage of Scripture, uh, but it wasn't too long ago that they were in a storm, you know, on the sea, uh, and Jesus calmed it. I mean, they'd already been through it uh, to a certain degree, and, uh, and they completely forgot uh, all about that. And so where I'm getting at with this message this morning, hopefully you'll understand, uh, is that uh, you know, we're, there's not a one of us that is immune to the problems and difficulties of life. Uh, and, uh, and they're going to come at the most inopportune times. Uh, and, and, and not only sometimes will they be a problem, but it'll be... Uh, these other problems. By the way, as a pastor, your problems are my problems, uh, and, uh, and so your crises are my crises, uh, and it just begins to pile on. So I'm 5,000 miles away with a goal in mind, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just kind of uh, be away from uh, stuff, uh, and then and get alone with God, and, and then when I'm not alone with God, I'll be with the missionaries, just be a blessing. And so it's buying the meals and different stuff and, uh, and just spoil them or whatever uh, and put your money away and, uh, and, and on and on and on. Uh, and that was kind of the goal, but uh, that part took place, but some of the other stuff didn't. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, and I, I got to the point uh, to where, uh, as I've already mentioned, uh, I just wanted to go back. And by the way, the following Wednesday, uh, uh, this last Wednesday, I uh, preached the Bible study and, uh, and kind of didn't teach this, but taught along uh, and kind of shared the fact that I had uh, some burdens while I was there. Uh, and, uh, and this is how uh, I processed those things and got through it. Uh, but it was the sound of his voice uh, that, uh, that did it. Uh, ten simple uh, words uh, that we find in this passage of Scripture that uh, what we would put in today's vernacular, flip the script. Uh, what caused the change uh, in this, which caused the change for me uh, there. And it was on a rooftop. The, the church there... At Calvary Baptist Church, the first level is the bunker. It's the servicemen center uh, that uh, they're, uh, by the way, have no, they're not paying any rent on that till the beginning part of the year. It's all been remodeled. It's a beautiful, uh, hopefully you saw the pictures. Level two uh, is a, a business that's there, but they're going to get that space, that office space uh, in January. Uh, and, uh, and we'll be putting their offices in there. Level three is where the, uh, the Neals live. So that whole floor, it's an office building. So they've taken that rectangular space and they've, uh, that's been cordoned off and uh, is, is living quarters that are in there. The fourth floor is the sanctuary. Uh, and then the fifth floor is their fellowship hall and some Sunday school classes, et cetera. And then they have a roof uh, that is up there on the top. And you get up there and you can have a, this beautiful uh, you know, overlook of, of, of the city that has just grown up uh, in, uh, in uh, the last few years, just skyscraper after skyscraper uh, and just humongous uh, and amount of space and, and everything that's there. And so uh, I, was, uh, I was up there on the roof and I'd gone up there to get some, to look for some uh, um, uh, anchors, plastic anchors. Uh, they have a shop that's up there and uh, we were, we were, putting some things, uh, the TVs on the walls and different stuff, and we're drilling the concrete, and I needed to go find some more of, uh, of these anchors, and so I was up there, and uh, so I just stopped uh, and uh, uh, just to uh, pray a little bit, uh, and, uh, and it was these same words uh, that we find in this passage of Scripture uh, that helped me, uh, and uh, in these words are, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. Uh, and, and when I think about those words, I think, first of all, uh, it's a word to our emotions. Um, he says, be of good cheer. What that means is, is that courage can be commanded. Uh, you've said something like this, perhaps. Uh, you say, I've, I've woken up on the, uh, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> and, and somebody might say, well, don't, you know, don't do that. Uh, they, you know, uh, they'll tell you just, you know, be happy or, uh, or whatever, um, courage can be commanded. Uh, when his voice comes, he said to them, be of good cheer. They weren't, they were, they were afraid. Uh, they were in despair. Uh, they were in the middle of a storm. Uh, and uh, right where I was, right where you are perhaps today, in the middle of it, uh, and, uh, and Jesus is not even on the boat. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm saying, uh, I'm, I'm way away from everything. I know that God is there, uh, and He is a present help in time of need, but I felt, I felt alone in the middle of that despair uh, because everything that I, that I know is just, it, it just wasn't there. Uh, and, uh, and I just wanted to come home uh, and, and just sit on the couch with my wife. That's what I want to do. 
uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and go to all the go-tos uh, that I have in my life, and they just weren't there. And a, a sense of, uh, of um, like, everything is wrong, uh, and nothing is right. You've been there. It just overwhelmed. Uh, and, uh, and while I was up on that roof getting those toggles, and I'm thinking about everything, and, and, uh, uh, and I'm looking out over the city, uh, and of all the millions of people that are there, uh, and uh, little me flew uh, 5,000 miles on an airplane, and none of those people knew I was there. Standing on a roof, uh, having a pity party, uh, and, then, and then the Spirit of God, all he said was, be of good cheer. And, and commanded my emotions. And in that moment, I just simply through this decided that, uh, that, uh, that I'm not going to have the pity party any longer. Uh, God spoke to my emotion. He, sp- he, he spoke, those words spoke to the disciples' minds when he said, it is I. He says, be of good cheer, it is I. Uh, they thought that they had saw a ghost. They thought uh, something terrible was about to happen, uh, and uh, and immediately he talked to them, uh, and 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 a word to their minds when he says, "It is I." Uh, he said, "I am present. I am here." Uh, and and when the Lord is there, uh, then you can't but help have a peace and a contentment. And uh, and so it's like reading this simple story: "Be of good cheer. It is I." And then, of course, a word to their wills. Uh, when he said, be not afraid. Um, I had worry. Uh, I had uh, stress. I had uh, a sense of, of helplessness uh, because I, you know, I, couldn't, I couldn't be there. Um, uh, 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 on top of that, a feeling of, uh, of, of uselessness in the sense that uh, all this stuff is just going to take place and going to happen uh, without me being present. Uh, and all these things just going on in your mind, uh, and it's like the Lord just kind of swoops in and goes, it goes, all right, relax. Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And when I recognized the voice of God, uh, everything was okay. Um, I realized that God's got it, and He's in control. Uh, and, and you would think that uh, you know, being saved for as long as I have been and, and, and a pastor for almost as long uh, in ministry uh, that, uh, that you would understand that or I would understand that. Um, but I didn't. And, uh, and here's the deal. Uh, I think um, you probably don't either. Uh, in fact, I know many of you don't because you'll say to me, uh, think, I, I don't know what to do or I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Uh, you, you begin to, to feel like uh, you're insignificant and that you pray and, uh, and God doesn't hear you, that the presence of God is not, is not there and you feel alone uh, in your walk with God. Uh, and, uh, and I just want you to know that that's completely natural. Uh, but that God is there. And we just have to, but we have to invite, we have to invite him in. It was, it was almost like, I know all this stuff, uh, and I know Jesus is there, uh, but it wasn't until I decided to invite him in and to help me, uh, nothing was going to change until I did that. And that's what I did that, that day on that roof. Because uh, Jesus is not going to intrude. I, I, I kind of felt like, 
you know, uh, in this uh, analogy, I was on that rooftop and uh, right, right next to this mountain, I don't know what the name of the mountain was, at one point we got up on there and a gondola had brought us up to the top and there's an observation deck that's up there and I had uh, taken a, a, a panoramic view, a uh, picture of, uh, of that whole area of Dagu uh, and uh, two and a half million people, uh, five independent Baptist church with a combined attendance of 300 uh, and a uh, very, very needy area. And that brings some perspective. But I, but I just imagine in my mind, uh, Jesus up on that mountaintop uh, just observing me as I toiled and rode and tried to do everything I can to get through that storm. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Jesus, I imagine him just kind of coming down off the mountain and coming out there on the water. And he just would have passed that Calvary Baptist Church building right on by. Uh, had I not just said, uh, you know, and listened to the voice of God. And, uh, and, and so my biggest takeaway from the missions trip uh, was that, uh, that in the middle of Daegu in South Korea, on a rooftop, in two and a half million people, uh, that, uh, that God is just as real and just as present and just as faithful uh, as He is in my living room. Uh, in, in Tacoma, uh, that God can get me through difficulties on the other side of the world just as easily as he can get me through the difficulties here. Now, um, all the impulses to just leave, uh, go home, uh, get back to the normal, all those things, normal impulses, uh, God showed me uh, that I can, I can be there and help you uh, as as far away from home as you are, I am there for you. And, uh, and, uh, and it wasn't until I got home uh, and, uh, and it just trying to get settled back in and, uh, and back in the, uh, the normal kind of business of every single day um, that God just, I'm just saying, and I don't, I don't think I'm even communicating it right. I don't think I even can. Um, God helped me there. Uh, and, uh, and so if God can help me, he can help you. If, 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 if faith, and I wrote this down, faith discerns that the presence of God, though unseen, uh, it, it, the voice of God, uh, though unheard, courage can be commanded, um, fear can be overcome, uh, and it's his nearness that makes the difference. For some reason... In a practical sense, it was like I left my, my spiritual life, my church, my family, everything, got on a plane. Uh, and and the, the further away I got into a strange and foreign land uh, where things were completely different, it, it, it almost felt like I didn't bring Jesus with me. Because when the wheels came off, I was having a difficult time dealing with that. Uh, and, uh, but uh, it was just... His nearness, and, and the problem was uh, with all of the the busyness and the travel. And I sat next to a guy the whole way there. He didn't speak a lick of English. He didn't get up one time, use the bathroom. He didn't eat a bite uh, in a twelve hour flight. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, I'm just and I'm, I'm I'm talking to the lady. She says, "Can you? Uh, uh, what can I get you? Uh, how about a Sprite Zero? And it, completely, we don't even we can't even communicate on what. What it is to, so I'm like on the plane and I'm like, I am by myself. And then you get there and it's like, 
that, that whole feeling is just exacerbated with the largeness of it all. And you feel so small. And then it was like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, and, and, and you just want to just quit. Um, but when you, when you run to Jesus, when you say, God, there's nothing I can do. I'm, I'm way over here. What can I do? Uh, and you just run to the Lord. Uh, and, then, and then he uh, swoops in. Uh, and, uh, and just helps you. So you might be here today and you're going through something. I don't know what it is, but you're going through it and you just don't know how you're going to. Uh, and, uh, and you feel like, um, you know, there's no way and you just you feel like God's not there. You feel like you're on the boat in the storm without Jesus uh, because that's what this story was. But he was there. He's just watching from the mountainside, uh, and, uh, and he came just in the time, and, uh, and when they heard his voice, uh, they realized uh, that they were to be of good cheer and that his presence was there and that they weren't be afraid, and, and they had not, uh, and they wondered, they marveled. The Bible says uh, they're amazing themselves beyond measure uh, and wondered, uh, and, uh, and I think about how silly that is, but then I, but then I realized that's exactly where I am because it's like, oh, you know, you are there. And you are present, and you did help me through it, like, like, you know, like it's some magic thing when it's not. We should have the faith to discern the presence of God no matter where we are. Uh, so we have a story of the Lord's provision and all the blessings of God, the miracles, uh, and, uh, and God is so good. But in those times uh, where all of a sudden it seems like He's not there and you're just going at it by yourself, um, you need to realize that He is. And he's right there, but he'll just pass you by if you don't acknowledge him and listen to his voice. And, uh, and, and if you do that, then God's going to help you through whatever crisis you're having in your life right now. Uh, and uh, so um, God had to take me all the way to South Korea to help me with that. Uh, and, uh, and I think that um, um, that was a good thing. Uh, but he doesn't have to take you to South Korea. You can, t- you can just realize that right now. And you can say, God, help me always. As you pray, say, God, help me always to be mindful of your presence no matter where I'm at. I know you're there, uh, and, uh, and I know you're a present help in time of need. Uh, but, God, I'm so busy toiling and rowing uh, and, uh, to, even, to even realize uh, that very fact. And, God, help me to realize that today, uh, to call on you. Uh, to be encouraged, uh, and, uh, and when God swoops in and He says, all right, and, you, and He reminds you of the passages of Scripture, like, uh, you, know, uh, you know, that we shouldn't be, our soul shouldn't be cast down, and, uh, and, uh, and so you just say, all right, I'm not going to be cast down. And you just chin up, and you go through it, just trust in God, uh, and, uh, and He will bring you through it. Faith discerns that presence, though unseen, the voice uh, though unheard, Jesus never intrudes, uh, and uh, and we have such a a, a wonderful promise of God, uh, and uh, that He will be there. So um, I hope that that'll help you today, uh, like it like it helped me. Simple story that you've rob- you've probably read a million times, uh, but uh, and I've read a million times, uh, and the part that the part that uh, the whole 
uh, getting to the mountain and praying and departing uh, part of it wasn't what I needed. It was the be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid part uh, was what I needed, and I hope that you needed that too. Let's all stand today with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. and.